This is a Colored Pencil Podcast, session number 152. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a Colored Pencil Podcast, where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now your hosts... Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick of sharpenedartist.com, and I'm joined by my co-host Lisa Clow of Lockery Fine Art. Lisa, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I am doing never better, and today we are talking about... I'm going to introduce the show. Look at that. I don't know why I did that. We're going to switch it up a bit, I guess. Today we're <laughs> going to talk about the uh, Derwent Watercolored Colored Pencils. And I actually know why you introduced it. You knew why I'd start I squealing that? out of excitement with these. <laughs> you, no. you wanted to avoid the high-pitched squeal. <laughs> no, I didn't. I intentionally did not watch your video because uh, <laughs> I didn't want to be swayed by anything that uh, you might have said about them. Why do you love Let me just start like this, Lisa. Why do you like them? Talk about that. Okay. Part, realistically, I was expecting to hate them. So whenever, I mean, you think about how many movies you've gone to where everyone's like, it's terrible, it's terrible, and you went in expecting it to be oh, terrible, yeah, so you ended up yeah. kind of liking it. The, right. I'm not going to lie. There's a possibility of that. I just, <laughs> I've never been a huge fan of working in watercolor myself. I love how it looks, but it's never been, you know, my go-to media. I, I Not right. one I ever mastered. Mm. But... I just never spent much time with it. So when I started with the pencils, I was thinking, you know, why wouldn't I just use ink tents? Because it's similar. It's a water-soluble pencil, beautiful colors, and it's permanent. And it layers more how I would with with acrylic. So I thought, eh, watercolor, I know they lift. It's probably not going to be for me. But I found that the fact that they lift, that creates some really, I mean, watercolor, if you're not familiar with, um, well, I know you are, John, but for listeners, if you're not familiar with watercolors, they're not permanent like ink tents. So they can lift off the paper, depending on the type of paper. There's a lot of factors that will determine how much lift you get. But the way that they blend, it's going to be a little bit different. And I thought I was going to have a harder time controlling them and that that's why I wouldn't like them. And I was so surprised to find and I really, really liked the effects that I got with them yeah. and the areas that I wanted to control. It wasn't as difficult as I thought it was going to be. So it created something that's a little bit – my end result looked a little bit different than ink tense, which I've been working with for years and love. So it gives me a bit of variation there. And the color pigment of these pencils, oh my gosh. That's, I think, that was the biggest surprise for me because the only other watercolor pencils I've ever used were very, there wasn't good pigment in that, those pencils. They were very pastel. No matter how, what colors you went with, it came out pastel. They were super light. These was, they really weren't the case. And then of course, as you build up, you can get deeper color as you want to. But I found that the color pigment on these was beautiful. And then just the way that they worked with blending out with water, I I was just so surprised and I that mm-hmm. I realized that that may be part of why I'm so in love with them because I really wasn't expecting to love them so much but yeah that was a happy happy surprise when I finally decided to go ahead and do a project with this and just for transparency Derwent did send me my tin to try they sent it to me about a year ago and I never got around to testing it so it's not something I was paid for my opinions on these are completely my own um 
But just for transparency, I, these were given to me, the set was given to me by Derwent. The, my opinions are my own and all of that. I'm not paid to make a review on them. But the, the pencils themselves, I didn't actually buy myself. But after my first project with them, I went to Dick Blick and bought a whole bunch of the white pencil, which I loved. I knew I was going to go through that. So I, I have bought some my, on my own now that I've tried them and realized I love these. Yeah, like I think advertisement. <laughs> I think that uh, I must have got mine. I don't know, maybe five years ago or something like that. And then I probably went back and got some in open stock. I must have got, I must have picked up maybe the twelve set, and then I went back and got some in open stock. I'm guessing, and that's one thing I like about these is that you can get them uh, typically in open stock. You can't at Plaza Art where I am. Uh, the thing that I I did like the white um, pencil, and I was just talking to Lisa about this um, offline before we started recording. Since I moved into my uh, studio away from my house, I've lost my white pencil. I don't know how that one in particular got lost, but I've got the rest of them. May have stolen it because it's my favorite. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Made a special (laughs) trip. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that's really odd. But anyway, I do like these. Uh, I've used them uh, years ago, and most of the time when I use them, I I use them without water, which I think is kind of a typical thing for a lot of colored pencil artists. Um, I just like the, the waxy... Uh, part of them even dry. I just like the way that they lay down and uh, certain colors I just really like. But so the thing is, um, adding water and using them in washes, you know, doing doing layers of washes was kind of fun. And I really did enjoy that. Um, and it was just a, a different technique, a different way of working. But it was there was just a lot. I just tried to loosen up and not get too um too, you know, caught up on getting exact details. And that was fun just to do that. So, yeah, I liked I thought that they were a lot easier to get details with the pencil, like ink tense pencils. I get my finest details with a paintbrush and use my blocks too. or if I scribble with the pencils on another piece of paper and I paint on my finest details. And I found that with these pencils, the pencil themselves got really nice, fine, fine details, whereas the ink tense were um, waxy is not the right word, obviously, because they're water soluble. They're not wax, but it, um, gosh, I'm trying to think of how else to word it, though. It just felt, they feel yeah, thicker. Has, like I have a hard time getting the fine, yeah. fine detail with the pencils with yeah. ink tents, whereas the pencils with the watercolor really did mm. give me that fine detail the way that they Interesting. layered. Interesting. So I used most of the time I use the Mudder watercolor brushes, and I have a set of six, and they go from one. Well, there's a one, two, three, four, seven, and ten in that set, and I would highly recommend those. Those are really nice. Um, it gives you a little more control, I felt like, than some of the water brushes that I've just picked up in the past at maybe a craft store or a local art store. I really like these. Um, but I also used uh, a couple of just small detail brushes as well. And uh, I think in combination with that, I think that is a good way to go, uh, especially if, you know, you're just not a watercolorist and you're not going to do some ginormous uh, project. And actually with these, you know, if you're using pencils, it would be kind of difficult to do that unless you're using, you know, watercolor out of the tube alongside with the pencils. Actually, but- I'm going to disagree with you on that by a lot. These laid down, I worked on a piece that was, oh gosh, I want to say it was around 17 by 10 inches. So it was a decent, or 17 by 12. 
I don't know, bigger than average. And even with that, those pencils laid down so fast and I blended them out with a fairly large, well, medium size. I guess it wasn't that large, but a Taclum bristled filbert, which was the filbert, or I'm sorry, the Taclum bristled brushes were my preference, or I really like the Derwent water brushes. Those worked really well for the smaller details. The consistency, I like those a lot better than watercolor brushes. I found, found that watercolor brushes were a bit too soft to really blend out the 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 pencil themselves, but I I was surprised because I thought I was going to feel the same as you, that they wouldn't, you know, really be ideal for big things. You'd be better off with a tube, but I found that the pencils are much easier. I had a much easier time controlling the pencils, even on the large backgrounds, than I did the paint out of the tubes or out well, from paint. Yeah, I'm just speaking to the practicality of it, of using a little point on a pencil as opposed no, to a tube. it goes down fast. See, I would have thought yeah, the yeah. same. That's why, that's why I'm bringing it up because I thought the exact same thing until I did it and realized this lays down so fast. You blow through that quick because you're not having to, to lay it down like you would traditionally with colored pencils using the small fine tip, working in small ovals or circles or small sections. I was able to use the side of my pencil and just loosely go over everything and it dissolved so completely that I, and that was the other thing I really liked about these. These really dissolved completely. So you don't end up with a super gritty look that you typically get from using a lot of water-soluble pencils. This, I was able to use the side of the pencil and just cover a ton of area very, very fast. So it's not the same as how long it would take to cover with a regular colored pencil, a background like that. Now, another nice thing, and I'm not sure if you did this, but I found this very nice, um, is just dipping, you know, dipping the pencil in water and then also taking your brush, your water brush or any brush on the tip of the pencil and applying it that way, too. I think that's a lot of fun. I've doing watched it that people way. do that. I haven't, and I watched people flick really like the paint that. too, which was yeah, really yeah. interesting. I haven't yeah, tried that myself cool. yet, but it was really, you can get some really cool effects mm-hmm. doing that. So I used an, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, a Quarrel, a Quarrel uh, watercolor uh, paper by Canson. It's 140 pound and it's the hot pressed, which it's extremely, no, I'm sorry, it's the cold pressed, which is kind of odd because it's extremely smooth on the side that I'm using. Actually, both sides are fine to use. I don't know. I, I figured that it would be a little more rough textured than what it is, but it, it was surprisingly a very smooth type of uh, tooth on there, and I was able to get quite a bit of detail. Yeah, I tested mine on Fabriano Artistico Extra White Hot Press 140-pound watercolor paper, and I used the one it came in the Fabriano, the block paper, or the the one the watercolor block, but my block completely fell apart, so I couldn't work in it in the block like intended with a watercolor block. I'm actually next time going to try them with the... Uh, what is it? The Arches Hot Press. I got some of that to test mm. out. So now, that how, why did that fall apart? What do you mean it fell apart? The what paper didn't stay in the block. Like when I I pulled the the front cover off the uh-huh. the block, like the paper was split and just oh, kind of crumbled. The like seam, the edges were so bad. Edges. Yeah, the seams yeah. all the way around completely. So I ended up with like four pieces that were hanging off and, and in different areas. And it was just like, I'm just going to rip this out and tape it to my, my board. So mm. it actually warped fairly bad. It's not necessarily what I would recommend. I'm thinking either a heavier weight or even if I had pre-sized that paper. And that's something that working with water media, if you're traditional, have you been, wow, that didn't come out right at all. If you've been traditionally working with, with regular, your wax and oil-based colored pencils, 
When you use water, different paper is going to handle that difference. So you may need to size or pre-size, pre-stretch your paper so that it doesn't warp. I didn't do that to mine because in the past I hadn't needed to with Fabriano, but it seems like the newer batches don't handle water so well, which is hilarious given it's a watercolor paper. But I did have some problems with it, it warping quite a bit. So it's definitely not going to be a paper I would recommend. I liked the results I got. I like how it looks for prints, but it's not one that I would recommend because the end result, the paper was just... And again, maybe if I sized it, it would be fine. But being that this one was sold mm. in a watercolor block, it's not supposed to need to be sized. You don't yeah, size that before so you start. Odd. So, wow, that's weird. Yeah, kind of definitely weird. Not one I would recommend. But <clears> my <throat> end result was great. The pencils actually worked great on that. And I've tried on little tests on a few different papers. And mm. I liked it on everything I tried, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I tried a few different things as well. And I tried a Frederick's Canvas Prime 4 watercolor. And that worked really well as well. But I didn't do an entire project on there. I I really did like the pencils. I thought the coverage was good. It's not something that I um, typically would use with uh, water because I don't. I usually just don't like that kind of um, looseness in in the work. But I may do that in in the future because it did give me a lot of coverage uh, in the background and on the water that I was doing on this particular project. So I may keep that as an open option uh, next time I do something and I need a lot of coverage. For me, the only way that I'm going to work with these is either by themselves or as an underpainting. I will blend everything out with yeah, water and then colored pencil on top. It works really well that way. But you don't want to go back and forth. You wouldn't want to do your wax and oil-based pencils and then put this on top because this is a no. water-based product. No, so you want I, to make no sure, I would do an underpainting. Yeah, if you're going to mix them, you're and I'm not. I know you know this. I'm telling our listeners, <laughs> but if you want to mix these, um, you're going to you want to make sure you do that in the right order. Now, for me, I have no reason to use them dry, I would just use my my regular colored pencils. But here's the thing. When I use regular colored pencils, I blend everything with odorless mineral spirits. Odorless mineral spirits don't play nicely with water-based pencils. They don't blend them out like water does because that's not what they're meant for. So for me, it wouldn't make sense for me to use these as like in combination and left dry. It doesn't work with my techniques. Yeah, if you left it dry, then then you could. And if you don't want to do that, there is an option where you could spray it as you know, there's this base coat, this initial layer, and then spray it, and then go on the top of that. That may be an option for you if you're wanting to try something like that. Yeah, for me, definitely not. Actually, and this was funny. John and I were talking about this before, or actually last week when we talked about doing this video, and he was telling me how he uses them dry. And I remember my action was, why in the world would you? I don't under why. There's, why I don't understand the point. There's a lot of color pencil artists that do that though. <laughs> Never we heard love, that before. Oh, yeah, because we love the way that, you know, they feel. We just love the way, you know, <laughs> that uh, they, they lay down. There's something, and, and Ink Tense is very similar to this, too, where it has this sort of just velvety kind of feel to it. And I love that. That's what I look for in a pencil. I can't stand that chalky, um, hard, waxy kind of feel of a pencil that, you know, I don't I don't care if it's, water-based or not, but some pencils will do that, and I just hate that kind of texture, that kind of feel, but these I just love to work with. I just love, you know, the way that that feels, and that for a long time has been something that has drawn me to watercolor pencils, but not using them with water, you know. That's so funny. That It really shocked me when you told me that, because <laughs> I'd never heard of, I didn't know people did that. I was like, I wait, what? That would be like 
driving a car a lot without of people wheels. I don't understand. Uh, Why are you doing that? So let's talk about the light fast issues. Now, what I did was I pulled everything and I went through, looked at the chart, and I pulled away everything that was not light fast, everything that was below a six on the blue wool and separated those. And I've not used them because I just don't want to, I don't want to do that. And I don't really, th- I'm not one who believes that you need to use, uh, you know, 100 colors in, in your work to make it yeah. look nice. So. Uh, yeah, the light what is these. this? Yeah, how many do you have? Okay, again? so I these forgot. these come in different size sets, but you can get yeah, right, up to right. seventy two colors. Yeah, and the thing you have to keep in mind, I I need to check in with Karen Dosh on this because I know Derwent tests all of their water soluble pencils and and ink tents and all that. Everything's tested dry. I have no idea what these results are going to be once water is added. So keep that in mind. And for me, I'm yeah. only going to use them with water. So I yeah. I don't know that I really trust. Like, I wouldn't use these myself, any of them, because I'm going to add water to everything. Until I could find that information, I would not sell the original pieces that I do. I'll sell prints and give away the originals, but I'm going to get emails, aren't I? Um, but well, I'm but, not But I going- mean, that's a good, that, that is a good point. And, you know, and it's one that concerns me and, and other artists, I'm sure. But And the other thing about it is, is that Derwent has, you know, they've not given an official statement as to this type of issue, but they have. I've spoken now to more than one person at Derwent about the ink tense issues with light fastness, and they gave, they actually supplied me with, you know, a chart. And I know this isn't about ink tense, but um, it, it hits on this point that you were mentioning here, and that is that when you do add water, some of the colors in the ink tense line they claim now are more light fast when water is added to them than when just using them dry. And so I'm wondering if they will ever... You mean water is added? Yes. So I'm wondering if they will ever come out with some type of official chart like they do with any of the other LightFast ratings on their site and just say, here's what it is, here, and here's our testing. Maybe that's something that they might do with these watercolor pencils. I don't yeah, know. I really, it's really, really hope weird. they do because I loved working in these. But the, yeah, here are yeah. their ratings for the dry pencil. And again, mm-hmm. this could be different when water's added. We don't know. For the dry pencil, they have eight that are ranked a number one. Now, this is the the blue wool scale, which number one is the lowest. That is going to fade in months. An eight is the most light fast, and that can last 50 to 100 years. A two, they've got five in that set. A two or anything ranked a two or a three on the blue wool scale, that can fade in two to 15 years. They've got five that are ranked two, six that are ranked three. They've got two pencils ranked a four, three that are ranked a three, four, seven that are ranked a five, two that are ranked a four or five, eight that are ranked a six. Now, six is getting into where I would personally use it. That is where I, what I can, anything above a five, six, I will use in my pencils. But again, yeah. we don't know when water's added. They've got one, five, six, 13 sevens, and 17 eights. So 39 of these are ranked a five, six to an eight, which is what I would consider light fast, again, when dry. And 33 are, are below that. So they're, you know, more than half are light fast, and it would definitely depend on on how you're using them, whether or not I would would go by these ratings too much. So again, for me, I'm gonna I'm going to use these pencils the same as I do with my ink tents, where they photograph beautifully. They're fast to work in, much much faster than working in oil or wax space because you're using the water. It spreads the pigment all over. You get so much 
coverage so fast. So I still will definitely use them. And for me, I'm gonna use my non-light fast colors as well. I'm just not gonna sell the work. But some of these non-light fast colors, you've got a lot of the purples and the reds and the pinks and, and the colors that tend to, you know, some of the blue the, that yeah, tend to the be typical more. Ones that yeah. Aren't so I'm going to continue using the non-light fast ones and just keep the work for myself or give it to friends, which is what I did with the piece that I'm actually I should probably ship it to her before I say that, huh? But the piece that I'm I did. Now price wise. Now, we've talked about this before, but always double check your prices where you buy your art supplies. I, I don't know about you, but I don't have money to be just throwing away because I didn't take five seconds to check. So Amazon, a set of 72 in the metal tin. And just for the metal tin, it's nice, but I can't tell you how many times with the metal tins from Joe, and not just Joe, any metal tin where the tin just pops up on the top. I don't like to keep my, mine are stored in that, but I would recommend if you have the space, store them in like, a, get a wood box or something something like that. You can buy the wood pastel boxes were great to store pencils in. I cannot tell you how many times I've picked up that pen or the tin and squeezed too hard on one end and the top popped off on the back end and pencils flew everywhere. Mm -hmm. So as much as I I think the tin looks nice, it organizes them well, just be aware. And it's not just a Derwin thing. That is just how tins with pencils work. But on Amazon, a set of 72 runs 86.31. On Dick Blick, that same set of 72 in the tin costs 93.59. So it's more expensive right now, and Amazon's prices change constantly. For the wood box, because you can get this in, Derwent has the most gorgeous wood box. I love the wood case. I have it for my ink tense pencils. Not, I don't have it for the watercolor pencils, but the ink tense I do know is beautiful. It stores them. Nothing's falling out and flying everywhere with those. But the wood box on Amazon costs $163 for the same size on Dick Blick is $152. So it's actually quite a bit cheaper on Blick. Now that same wood box, I do recommend if you're at all interested in that, add that to your Amazon wish list and watch for the price to drop because a few weeks ago, that same box was $72 on Amazon. It was less to get it in the nice, nice wood box than it was to get those same pencils in the watercolor pencil or in the, oh, the metal tin. So that's always know. That's interesting. Yeah, it's the same with the Caran I recently mm-hmm. got the Caran Museum Aqua, I can't say it. Yeah. They're watercolor pencils. And I bought it in the wood box. It was a was $309 when I bought it. It went up the next day to 406 then 400 and, oh God, almost 500 I mean, the price went up dr- dramatically. Mm-hmm. And now, as of when the day we recorded this, that that is down to 270 something dollars. So it's even less than what the price fluctuates so much on Amazon. Just always be aware of what what that that goes by. And here's another tip for you guys. When you're checking prices and you want to know, I wonder if this price ever does drop on Amazon. Go to a website called Camel Camel Camel. I think it's camelcamelcamel.com. Um, yeah. But if you go in there, put the URL for the item you're interested in, and it'll show you if that price has a tendency to raise or lower. So it'll give you a good idea if it's worth waiting for. Maybe sometimes it will drop. But then yeah, with you can individual, get set up on alerts as well on that. Yeah. And then the individual with Dick Blick, you can buy these open stock, which is really important for me, especially on a pencil that I love so much, like the white that I bought a ton of. That white pencil, oh my gosh, it is so opaque, even dry when wet, everything. It's it's amazing. That one, they run, well, all of the individual pencils, open stock, run $1.25. So the, for... For watercolor pencils, for anything that has this kind of pigment, these tend to be, from what I've, I've seen, they're on the low end price-wise, but performance was excellent. Again, we've got the light fast issues, but the performance of these, I was so, so happy with the results that I got on them, with them. 
You know, this was fun, Lisa. I think we should choose several other colored pencils that are water-soluble and cover them as well. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And maybe you have used these pencils and you have an opinion about them. We'd love to hear that. You can comment in the show notes, sharpenedartist.com slash podcast. You can reach out to us, email podcast at sharpenedartist.com. And this is a weekly show, and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.